2: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Backers together and loving it. TNCs apply.
0: It was the homecoming we all wanted for the Kiwis as a return to New Zealand with a performance against Tonga that franked their form on paper with a very smart win. Joe Manu was outstanding, having run and broken all records of 404 metres. Um, unbelievable. Taewa Nico, who's uh, part of the team that put this Kiwi team, this is great Kiwi team, heading up to the World Cup together, is with us on the line now. T Bone Morina, Morina Kippi, uh, Mōrēna, Uzi, how are you boys? I'm good. 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 Hey, ma- the
1: glow from the game on uh, night, so oh, it's yeah. great to uh, have a
0: chat to you guys this morning. Yeah, mate. Just talking about that. Must be happy with the uh, the makeup of the team and lean into the World Cup with that effort.
1: Oh, definitely, Kempe, you know, you've been around long enough and, and uh, one of the great things is being able to pick a team that's, you know, fit and in form. And I think we're very fortunate to have, uh, you know, some great debut debutants on the weekend, but also a, a team of forwards that really outmuscled mm. the uh, Tomlin pack because when you look at them, they're not a small side and they're very physical too.
2: Taora, how do we get more, mate? How do we get more this this action? The Kiwis playing more, mate, this one-off. It just you know it got me excited. That team, mate, full of superstars, and it got me, you know, really excited for what's coming on in the end of the year. But how do we get more? We want more.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good question, Izzy. In terms of that, man, if you looked over the weekend with all the international football, you know, the uh, our international calendar really dominated. Uh, more so by the NRL and how they play their games. You know, their big thing is the state of origin and also, you know, the NRL. But, you know, as we saw in the weekend, all the games were fantastic to see all the Pacific nations partake. Uh, So I I think there's part of that with the International Rugby League Federation is setting our own agenda and calendar. Uh, But, you know, the Pacific nations as we stand now are, you know, dominating rugby league, not only in the NRL, uh, but, you know, through, through the number of players that we have, and they're all passionate about representing their country. So, you know, that's something that really needs mm. to be mapped out in terms of international calendar going borders.
0: I'll tell you one thing they should do too is they should get a Pacific uh, um, and Maori Players Association so that the players actually make them make them um, come up. With an international calendar that they play Pacific games all the time, that'll be one way to fix it. Just looking through this Kiwi team though, on the weekend, mate, strong across the board, spine, middle, mm. and the. If there was one weakness, I thought in that in that left centre spot with um, playing a back rower Nakordi uh, out there, did what? What did the selectors have to choose from as far as centres go um, for this game? But more importantly, what does that position look like for the World Cup?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question, Kempi. The main one that we're talking about, there's a couple of young players. Matt Tomoko at the Canberra Raiders is one that's in there. Also, uh, Morgan Harper at um, also Manly. There's a couple of good up-and-coming centres, but the other one is Remus Smith, who's injured at the Melbourne Storm. You know, he's one of, the, of those crop of players. You know, there's two or three options there for us, Kempi, but I think in terms of the Tomlin side uh, match, really wanted to make sure that we had a good defensive effort on the edges, and I think if you look at that squad, you know, there was one of the um, positions that was hotly debated uh, within the series. Uh, He wanted to go with Morata in terms of that with the coach, and, you know, I thought he did really well, Morata, there, but in the long term, I think, if we're looking at the squad, there's a couple of options with some good young players. As I said, Matt Tomoko at Canberra, Morgan Harper at Manley, and also Remus Smith at the Melbourne Storm will will come into contention you know, for some strike for us on that um, on that left edge for the Kiwis, Kempe. So, yeah, as you said, was, um, it was a tough gig. As you said, you've been around long enough, Kempe. You know, the good players pick themselves in these teams, and, and if we look at the spine that we've got now, and Joey Marney was over 400 metres and running metres, you know, and, and he doesn't play that position, but he's one of the if anybody else, if, if Tedesco wasn't the fullback at the Roosters, I'm sure Joey Marney would be the playing fullback every week, Kempe, but you know, the opportunity is there. He's a big body. He's strong. You know, carries the ball really well. And, um, you know, he creates a bit of indecisiveness in the every time he brings the ball back. But, you know, I thought the back three were great. Uh, Ronaldo and also uh, Jordan Rappen, you know, were outstanding. And, um, you know, if you look through the squad, uh, you know, we're very happy with what how they performed on the
2: weekend. So, so Joe Manu, centre or fullback for you? And, and if he does go back to fulfil that centre role, that you, the Kiwis maybe after you got Taimi Martin that you can chuck at the back as well. So, but for you, centre or, or, or fullback?
1: Well, I, I think he's, um, yeah, he's he's one of those fullbacks that I think you know can change the game. You know, mm. you've got some great players at the moment in the NRL. You've got the likes of, of Tedesco, you've got Ponga, you've got Pappenhausen. And Joe Marnie would be right up there with the best of it. You know what I mean? In that fullback role, I think with fullback, he gets the opportunity to, to roam around the field and he mm. can pop up anywhere. So you know, when you're playing in that centre position, you're sort of stuck on that edge in terms of where you can play. So I think around the middle of the ruck, uh, where he's got some good footwork and, and very strong. You know, I'd love, I'd play Joey at uh, at centre at uh, fullback. Sorry, for me.
0: Hey, T Bone. By the looks of it. Come the Kangaroos when they come up to the World Cup at the end of the year, they're going to have a, a Penrith spine with Tedesco at the back. So you've got Curacao probably start at hooker. Um, I don't know whether Mal will go with Damian Cook with what he saw last night, you know, because Curacao released uh, Cleary and, and Luai. Do you think that our spine, on the other hand, which is, um, I said last week, our best sp- our best spine we've ever picked, with Jerome Hughes, uh, Dylan Brown was outstanding, Joey at the back. Uh, And, of course, Brandon out of hooker. Where do you think we sit in comparison to Clary, Curacao, Luai and Tedesco?
1: Well, if you look at form, Kempy, you look at the way those guys are playing in their positions. If you look at, uh, you know, Brandon Smith and uh, Jerome Hughes, you know, at the Melbourne Storm, Dylan Brown's been pretty consistent for the Parramatta Eels and then Joey playing in that form. So you look at the form in the NRL with those players, they're all in the top couple of teams or in the top four in terms of it, you know what I mean? So they're playing with a lot of confidence, and you you throw in those guys, so in comparison, you know, you come to the World Cup at the end of the year, and I think we might be in the same group as Australia uh, in terms of that Kempi too. So it's going to be, it'll come down to that match with us playing against Australia, and I think we can match them. Mm. Obviously, Nathan Cleary you know, did a demolition job on Queensland last night, but, you know, you look at Munster, probably Cleary, uh, Coracell, through the middle, and Tedesco, you know, it's pretty evenly matched up. Um, I, I think, you know, we go to the World Cup at the end of the year. Uh, that's the next game these guys will be playing in. Uh, they've got a warm-up game against the Leeds, I think, prior to the start of the World Cup in the UK you know, at the end of the year. So it's going to be a pretty exciting moment. And, and like you said, Izzy, in terms of, you know, the players, we should be playing more international football. Mm. It's not very often that we get players, you know, get the best of the best. And like you said, Kempi, this is one of the best teams we've had to pick over the last, Oh, in decades, I'd say, you so? know, with players informed with the with the with the um, skill level that they have, I think Jerome Hughes is really probably one of the most underrated halves oh. in the NRL. You know, his kicking game was outstanding last night, and when he decides to run and put the foot down, he can beat two or three players on a dime. So, you know, he showed that
2: again on Saturday night. I think he's the best in the in the comp. I think <laughs> Jerome Hughes is the best uh, seven in the comp. uh, uh hey. Just on that, the international game. For me, I feel like the international, you know, the the Kiwis, the Kangaroos, that should be the pinnacle. But at the moment, Origin is the pinnacle. So how do we change that? How do we get international league at the top? So that is the top of the echelon.
1: Well, it is, it is, and, and you, you talk to the players, and there's nothing better than, you know, the NRL's good, and Kempe and I both played in the NRL, but playing for the country is the top of the top, mm. you know, that's the best feeling you can ever have, and meeting and talking to the players during the week when they were back, they just loved coming into camp, it was like, you know, you just switch back into Kiwi mode, it was everybody on the same uh, wavelength, There was, you know, they had two training sessions, and they go out and play their game. So when you think about that, you know, the guys are all in sync and they've got some great young talent coming through. You know, I thought we had a lot of, you know, good momentum off the bench. I think Moses, Lioga, another Penrith player, Kempi, you know, he's got a lot of leg speed through the middle, so he gave us a bit of punch. Big Naz, also Nelson Esopo-Solomona, and you had Foz coming off the bench too. So, you know, a lot of impetus, you know, it's not just about the, 13 players at the 17, but I think international football is a an me And I know that Mal Meninga is really pushing for more international games. It'd be great to have a three-match test series or quadrangular series between you know Tottenham, New Zealand, Australia, and, and Samoa. You know those top four teams at the moment. So you know that's something that we could look at into the future. But because the competitions are dominated by the NRL and the Super League in the Northern Hemisphere, and, and the NRL in the South, it's always it's always hard because. You're pushing up against the mic, and it's you know, a lot of that money that comes from the NRL and the super leagues in terms of that. And that's why you know, New Zealand doesn't have our own competition at that elite level to warrant us playing more of those games. But I think that's definitely something that's on the radar.
0: Hey, T-Bone, so the Tongans filled the stadium, um, you know, which is a we've seen that happen now since the 2013 World Cup. What about? This uh, competition of, of getting regular test matches against Tonga, especially through the Origin series, have they spoken about having a three game series against them? Because that's the one that's like slapping people in the face to say, get it get it happening.
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the things that have been talked about in terms of that. But as you know, Kempi, releasing your players from the NRL and getting them back to play these test matches during that Origin window is always difficult because, you know, clubs are. Really looking after their assets in terms of the players and anything that you know the likes of you know Tom Malolo and those guys who are North Queensland in the top three now, you know what I mean. So releasing some of those players, it's great for them to go and play in Origin, but oh, it's a different story when you want to play Country. So it's about finding their balance in terms of that. And like like you said, we'd love to have a three match here because it's a when we play Tonga, it's a home game for the Tongans, really, because there's, like, 20,000 Tongans there and about <laughs> 6,000 Kiwi supporters. But it's absolutely fantastic, mate. You know, it's great great atmosphere, great environment, and, you know, that's a pretty cool thing to see the Tongans come out. They're really passionate. No, one, no other team can do what the Tongans do, mate. The Samoans don't do that. The, the Kiwis don't do that. Tongans, man, they're very, very supportive and you've got to take your hat off to
0: them, mate. They're fantastic supporters. Yeah, hence the hence the point I made about the Players Association. The players will decide eventually who they play for. It's it's uh, We've got a texter here who says, hey, Kempe, it's time that to make Tongan a tier one team. Of course it is, T-Bone. You know, like Tonga have beaten Australia, England, New Zealand and still they sit down in the second tier um, and for me, for the benefit of Origin. So you can go and play Origin. If you have a look at Katoni Stags, for instance, um, and tupo who plays for New South Wales last night, they should have been both playing for Tonga at the same time, not having to worry about whether or not to play for Origin. Uh, do you think that international football, because I can see it, is becoming, uh, with the flavour of Pacifica and Māori in it, and, and through the NRL, a challenge to the NRL? Can you see that? Oh, definitely.
1: Definitely, you know, without the players in there. But like you, as you know, Kempe, Player uh, power can change a whole lot of things in terms of that. So, yeah, I agree 100% with you with a Pacifica uh, Players Association. And uh, I know the right person to head that up, that's you. So, why don't we just (laughs) set that up right now? Pacific Players Association, and you can. Will you talk to your CEO and your chair, mate?
0: And I'll do it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, the Pacifica Players show, mate. That sounds like a great idea in terms of it.
0: Hey, mate, I I know you played in the middle yourself, T Bone. This is where it's won. Like, we talk about the spine, we talk about Joe Manu, but if you talk about our middle up against the Kangaroos, I know Mel Mening will be, like, really worried about this. Fisher-Harris, Bromwich, Nelson coming off the bench with Liotta. Um, our middle is first class. It's got to be close, again, close to the best we've ever produced. I
1: oh, mean, you, you see Kenny Bromwich and Isaiah Papali'i the other night, mate, they just get through a mountain of work. Those guys through all the hard yards, they're cleaning up, You know, you've got Jesse and Jack, what about James Fisher Harris? What about that run? He just bulldozed through about four or five commons, mate. He's just unbelievable. You know, Fisher Harris and and we've still got a couple of other players that are coming back through injury and stuff, you know. There's other few other guys that you know, Joey Tapmany probably the best number thirteen going in the N R L at the moment. The number number offloads, you just can't stop that young kid, mate. He's the beast. You know, so as you said, Kempe, the middles contain the Tom and Fords. When you've got you know Seawa Takiha and Adam Penuma blokes who break tackles at will, you know our middles and the defence was outstanding through the middle there. And you know with Brandon um, Smith there, man, he was. Uh, I don't know if you watch him, but you see some of the tackles that he puts in mm-hmm. and the effort that he does. Mate, he's just so wrapped and you know got so much energy in terms of it. And then. So, yeah, no, like you said, we've got some good middles. There's some stuff that they can improve on. But, mate, I was very, very happy with the effort. And, uh, you know, Michael Maguire was really pleased. You know, you just said he just couldn't believe how the boys clicked back into camp. All came together really well. And to have two training sessions and do what they did in that game on the weekend was fantastic.
2: All right, Tarwood, We're going to let you go uh, shortly. But just one quick question. Yes. Who, who coaches the Warriors? <laughs> oh,
1: mate, that's a tough one. I, I, you know, I feel for Stacey. He's got a bit of a hospital mm. pass. Oh, park, yeah. But, you know, he, he's the challenge. He and good on Stacey. I just mm. think they need to wrap a little bit of, a bit of support around them for the next, you know, six, seven, I think, well, how many games left? Nine games left mm. in the rest of the season. So if they can get a bit of a roll on, you know, and um, just a bit of confidence, mate. I think that's the big thing. Kempe, you've coached in the NRL. You know how it is. You know, when boys are low in confidence and, yeah. you know, they doubt themselves, second-guess themselves, you know, it's just getting back to basics, you know, get your defence right, run hard and tackle hard. And, you know, things should look after themselves. But, you know, players have got to take accountability too for their own actions. If you're a professional rugby league player. You know, this is what you get paid to do. Cut it up, mate. let go hard, mate. Yeah. That's what you get
0: and that's one thing I've always loved about you, T-Bone. Is you always you always harping on about accountability, and, and you're dead right. May I just want to say uh, well done um, to you and the and the boys for selecting such a wonderful team and getting international football back on the stage. Thanks for joining us this morning on the Izzy and Kenby for Breakfast Show, T-Bone. We'll talk soon. Thank you, but Always good, boys. Good luck. Keep up the
1: good work, and then uh, you'll
0: show up for breakfast next time because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Big <laughs> breakfast. Oh, man. You know, you know, Tarwita, hopefully he's still got the radio on and he's listening to this. True story. Yeah. We went to Manly once, again. Okay? We went to Manly, and we are taking some people out for, for lunch. And T-Bone used to have this credit card, but it was like it had expired. <laughs> and he would go, my shout, my shout. he'd go up and with the guys in, he'd wink at me. And I'd go to the toilet, mate, because I knew what was going on. And he'd put the card through. And, they, and you know, like by the time I get back, the lady's going, I'm sorry, sir, but your card doesn't work. He goes, what? Find the bank. find the bank. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and they'd always go, we'd pay. And yeah. I'd just look at him, and he'd just wink at me, mate. Yeah. Deep pocket short arms, a <laughs> T eh, T-Bone?
2: Oh, lovely. That 22 minutes past 8 o'clock on the Kiwis. And Tonga, there's a couple of good texts here, but keep them coming through. What do you want for the future of International Rugby League? And on the Warriors, well, they are home this week. We'll talk about them a little bit later on. 22 minutes past 8, here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. The Arts Hire phone line's there for you. 0800